Hello and welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. My name is Christian Durant, Senior Vice President of the Oh Dear Podcast, Oh Dear Nation, Oh Dear Limited, and all subsidiaries that are in for with two for ho. Uh, with me as always are my hosts. I'm deeply uncomfortable with the fact that you have made Odir a company and I always saw us as a family (laughs) and I hate the language. I hate the corporate language and it makes me deeply uncomfortable. It's a co-op. Listen, it's all about monetization. Okay. We're trying to monetize this family. It's all about every, everybody else, dude. Like the Kardashians. Money, you're an asshole. (laughs) It is true. Monetizing your family is a very real thing in the content era. (laughs) It is, dude. It is. Everything is, man. Monetizing everything. Like, and then, but in some ways, it's like, all right, you're making stuff together. Like, there are couples on TikTok who, like, here's the Jessica and Brad uh, TikTok, and it's all about them doing couple stuff and or having and they'll record a couple argument that's like funny or whatever that's the intention and i'm just i'm like on one hand i guess you're making something with your partner but also i'm like i don't know it's just like weird to like perform for the world like in a with like your your performance it's like i've never been in the yeah, I've never been in the middle of a fight with my wife and thinking, man, I wish we could make some money off of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they do, though. They Like, if you get millions yeah. of views and are a routine TikToker who routinely makes videos that get hundreds of thousands or even millions, like, you can make, you know, sizable amount of money. Now, I don't think you can get, like, filthy rich minus, like, the upper, upper, upper echelon, but I think you could do very well. As someone who's done yeah. okay on real, TikTok, yeah. have you yeah, ever the seen real like money the, is in monetization or is in um is in the paid sponsorship? So you could get in a fight with your wife, and then like be holding a Miller Light, and then like you get paid three million dollars. <laughs> Clorox, you seen the, clean it if, up. <laughs> if, one of the big things is like if you're a black kid and you have like tough ass parents just putting them annoying them and then putting them on tiktok is like (laughs) oh my god have you ever seen yeah have you seen this one it's like this one it's this uh black woman with like short kind of like light hair like blonde hair like kind of whatever but um so this kid just like basically just bugs her <laughs> like like he just annoys her like he's like like she'll there's one video where she's washing dishes and he just puts a pile of dishes in while she's watching washing them and he oh just films God. her reaction and she's just like a tough ass like black mom or whatever and she's like you motherfucker i'll beat your motherfucking ass if you put and there's like a hundred videos like that <laughs> Again, it's like this kid's like, my mom yells at me. How can I make some money off of this? It's like, what? Where do we? (laughs) But then it becomes like, I wonder how much then she's aware of it. Like, that's what I'm wondering. You're like, you know, maybe it could start like genuine, like, oh my God, I captured my mom and being like, you know, genuinely angry. And it's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. But once the money starts rolling in, it's like, yeah. How uh, is this kid really uh, or annoying his mom every day, and then also filming it? Yeah, and is she now she has to be aware he's she's being filmed at a certain point after like twenty right. of them, ten of them. You know what I mean? Like one, one, 
once they start selling i'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass t-shirts then it's like <laughs> you're like all right she's got it it's the gimmick now yeah i wonder too like if this kid is like his mom could hold out his mom could be like listen I want half of the money if you're gonna yeah. film me. And he he tries to sign sign her to a, like a Motown deal. He's like, "How about I give you <laughs> ten dollars up front? We'll give you yeah. ten bucks." Like, up how front. about I just give you ten grand right now, and then I'll have the rights to use you for the next, you know, forty years perpetuity. Like, I could use ten grand, and then all of a sudden he's making ten grand a video. Yeah, <laughs> all really. he has to do is shoot one video, and he's already paid for. Her. Yeah. Yeah, the logical conclusion of that is that they, when, you know, theaters and shows come back, they start selling out comedy clubs together, of course. And the first thing she comes out and the first thing she says is, I'm going to beat your motherfucking ass. And then everyone's like, ah! That's where the merch table comes in with those t-shirts you were talking about. Yeah, but that's like... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was just going to reiterate the point. It's like, it is, at some point, it is going to become like, just a forced gimmick for them. Yeah. I hate I but I hate that like I I feel like I can see through things being fake in some ways. Like Right. There are here's an example of a video that like is kind of famous is usually like recording close selfie. Now we're talking now we're talking talk, baby. We're talking talk. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking TikTok here. So it's like a close up. I'm in the trunk of a car. Like I got in the wrong car. Now this scenario is playing out or, you know what right. I mean? Like the scenario I'm in the trunk. No one knows I'm in the trunk. Now a crazy scenario is playing out. Oh my God. My life's fucking crazy. But there was one of them where I was like, right. My friend needs me back here in the back trunk of the car for support. She's going to break up with his boyfriend. And like she's in the front seat. We don't really see her. It's just like kind of here. And, you know, it cuts and the girlfriend is like kind of trying, you know, Hey, we need to talk. And then eventually like the boyfriend's like, babe, it's whatever. Like, you know, I love you. And then they like start making out and allegedly bang. (laughs) And the guy then gets out of the car and the person who's been filming the whole time goes, Oh my God, I can't believe you put me through that. And, they're like, uh, that didn't fucking happen. Why does this have <laughs> 25 million views and every comment being like, holy effing shit, I cannot believe your friend did that. Oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah, it's like no, none of you are good actors. Like no, yeah. no one, like it's not like you've convinced, like, well, apparently they have convinced everybody. They have though, because so it feels real. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I I don't know. Those things are stupid to me. Like when they like filming, like I got actually gotten into the wrong trunk of a car. And it's like, yeah, dude, you have a yeah. phone in your hand. The last thing you're going to do is use it to TikTok in a situation like that. You're going to be like, oh, let me call somebody. <laughs> like, what? There's dude, no I, reason to be like the, the, that wouldn't even cross your mind. Like if yeah. you were genuinely in that situation, you would never be like, oh, my God, I have to TikTok this. There's no universe where that would happen. Right. And if your friends like let's say you were for whatever reason, like, all right, I'll be in the trunk for your breakup. That's fucking weird. But OK, I don't yeah. know why. Like, I don't want you to hear this shit. Like, I'll tell you about it for eight months every day on end, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The premise of that, the premise of that is so stupid. It's like, I need you in the trunk for support. Like I can feel your support from the trunk. Like that's so way, dumb. If any of you guys, 
if any of you guys were like, Nick, I need your support on something, and I said, sure, then the next thing is, I need you to get in my trunk, I'd be like, yeah, no. <laughs> Whatever you, you – like, there's no way that – that there's no way. Wait. That doesn't make sense. Dude, like, wait. you need my support. You don't need me in a trunk. <laughs> Dude, I, wait, I really need your support right now. I could use a really well-cooked dinner. Like, I just really <laughs> – I, I really need your support <laughs> right now with maybe, I don't know, some – I don't know, like a Wait. flank stick. Wait, I, I really need your support. I need you to go over there and punch that cop for support. <laughs> <laughs> just it would just do so support. much. Yeah, it would do so yeah. much for Christian's sanity like, and like his mental. It would mean a lot to me if you if you ran up to that cop and tried to grab the gun out of his holster. <laughs> <laughs> like that would I, do me a lot of good. I I do think like some of the TikTok people. Uh, well, there's also, we've talked about this before. There's like people don't have like, like social media literacy or like video literacy about like the stuff you're watching and how it's made to yeah. decipher if like something's real or not. But it's also like some of these people were like, I'm going to surprise my sister or something like that. And they're like, they're hiding in a closet and they jump out and they go like, what the fuck are you doing? Like they have all the acting ability of a porn star. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, as soon as like you see someone with arms outstretched, like, what are you doing? Like signaling acting? Like, you know, it's not real. Yeah. You're so annoying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is one kid and I'm pretty sure it's real unless the dad is a legit good actor, but it's this dude who like torments his father. Like he hides like one of them is like he hides in a refrigerator and he waits for his dad to open it and then he pops out. But every time he pops out, he's on a phone and he and then he just he's like he picks up in the middle of a conversation that's stupid. He's like, "No, I told you to sell those stocks." But like so yeah. he just literally like pops out of the most random parts in life with a dad and he's like on a phone and he's just saying crazy like business shit into the phone. But every time the dad looks genuinely pissed off. So I'm like, (laughs) that one might be real, but that also like you, someone clearly set up the camera to film it. So yeah, and you know. a closer – it's like on a really nice camera and a closer look reveals it's Al Pacino. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Of course he's a good actor. But that's like – you can tell when something's fake just by sometimes how the way it's shot. Like I remember used yeah, to watch – remember the Bear Grylls show? Mm-hmm. Like he would literally yeah. like – they would – he would like climb a tree to find a snake. But then like the way it's shot is the, the camera is already in the tree. So I'm like, you yeah. know, they do they they set up a shot and then put a snake in the tree for him to climb up and get. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. they either had a snake in captivity or they caught a snake. But like, what are the chances that they just randomly put a camera in a tree and waited for a snake to get there, and then Bill Grylls ran up the tree to get the snake? Like, yeah. there's just no, like there's no unit. They would have to have set up the cameras in the trees and then just waited for four weeks or six months for that shot to happen. You know what I mean? No, dude, they yeah. planted earth bear grills. They, <laughs> they, they take three months to get that one shot. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a lot of these cameras, like a lot of these things were like, Bill Gr- Bear Grylls is walking around. He's like, I'm so – I'm hungry. I'm parched. I need some food. And then he looks up in the tree and there's a snake and then he runs up the tree. But the camera's already there. So I'm like, it's Dude, fake. It's all fake. This is how you know the show is fake. Like he would get like 
like he would gain weight as the season would go. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. How is he like, he's, he's an extra 10 pounds like beefier from yeah. this filming. It doesn't feel right. Like they accidentally, like he's doing an interview, like he's doing like a in camera for one of the shots. And then like, he's still accidentally has his like outback steakhouse, like bib, <laughs> <laughs> like a red lobster bib on. <laughs> he's, he's doing, he's doing reports with his mouth full. Like, mm, yeah. okay. So, um, <clears throat> one second. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just finishing a craft services donut. <laughs> yeah. Like anytime I wish, um, some like reality show writer, because they do have like reality show writers yeah. that write for like Kardashians and shit. I wish someone would just come out and do like a podcast or something about like, and just teach you about all the shit that they like, what is a reality like storyline, like a reality writer storyline. Like I wonder. Uh, yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, it depends on the show, I guess. Like, I feel like the smaller the show, the more contrived it can be. Yeah. Like the Housewives and the Kardashians, you're only dealing with like, you know, ten people or whatever. So you can clearly just like fuck with them. Like, yeah. I, like Sarah watches the Housewives, and I like looked over her shoulder and like, so there, there's a storyline where like literally she's like, I'm gonna have a party at my house. And I'm going to invite Amber, Brittany, and <laughs> and then you can hear the music and it's like Kendra. And then, then it goes Go. down to the, they do the, all these cuts about this, the fight that Kendra and her had, you know, six weeks ago. Yeah. But I'm like, that's cl- like, if she was really having a party, she wouldn't invite someone who she's definitely going to fight with. Yeah. Her party, death. Unless there was cameras there. Yeah. Her, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, clearly like they go, Hey, remember when we made you get in a fight with Kendra? Well, now we have to um, resolve that story arc. So you're going to, they're going to come over. She's going to come over to your house and you guys are going to get into it. But then at the end, you're going to make up or whatever. Like, that's just like, it's clearly like fake that way. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to have a, a six, birthday party for my kid and let me invite my bitterest <laughs> rival <laughs> <laughs> makes my blood boil anytime i see their face yeah that's insane yeah, my, example of my for my six-year-old when i punch her in the face <laughs> i can't i can't uh confirm this but it just felt fake was um i was watching this reality show and it was you know this woman was having like lunch and they're sitting outside it was like a family lunch. They're just all sitting out outdoors on a patio at a restaurant. And some dude just walks up, takes her hat and just like runs away almost <laughs> as like a YouTube prank. And then her husband like jumps over the, you know, the railing and just chases him down and gets the hat back. And I was like, I feel like that's written just because it's so stupid. <laughs> and like, it's enough of like something to have during the show, but not an, like, I don't know. It's enough of a, a thing a, happened, but yes. it's like nothing really happened. <laughs> exactly. Because it doesn't lead to anything. Yeah. Like, it's not like there's and no looks, story beyond yeah, it, an anecdote. I can and totally it, see the director just like sitting there going like they're just having lunch. And he's like, this sucks. <laughs> and then he looks over at a PA. He's like, hey, Phil, go grab her hat and just run. <laughs> and it, well, the, the, that's the brilliance of it because it looks dramatic enough in like yeah. a commercial. Like on this week's Total Divas. They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> my <laughs> yeah. They don't say my hat. They go, oh, my God. Yeah. And then it's then you just <laughs> see the guy running. And yeah. then you just see us like police 
sirens. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> every reality TV like next week, they've always police had sirens. police lights or an ambulance. <laughs> Somehow yeah. there's always police lights or an ambulance that fucking makes so it funny. the next week. Like they're calling the cops yeah. all the fucking time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, I always man. wonder about reality yeah. cooking shows because like if you have a cooking show and you have 20 contestants on it and they make 20 dishes and then they each one of them brings up the dish to be tried. There's no way by the time you get to like dish nine, it's not just fucking cold. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There's no universe where you can like try 20 dishes and then do your fucking ramble and critique for each one that lasts like, you know, two to five minutes, probably cut down into a minute or whatever. So I always think about that. I'm like, there's no way by the time, you know, they, they try the last person's dish that it's not just fucking cold. And how do you really evaluate cold <clears throat> food? You know what I mean? Like right. if somebody makes something that, I mean, there are also dishes that like, <clears throat> like sauces emulsify, like for yeah. example, like a hollandaise sauce is an emulsification of uh, lemon juice, eggs, and uh, butter, right? And when you add it at a certain temperature and whisk it, it forms into a sauce. But if that sauce just sits for for an hour or two, yeah. like the sauce could break or come apart. So like how, like how could you possibly judge somebody? Like, and first of all, also, it's also just straight up dangerous to eat hour and a half old hollandaise sauce that's been sitting out at room temperature. Yeah. So. I just like, like I always wonder like what the how do they even how do I they think, do it? I think like people who go late get screwed where it's like all right now you just gotta like microwave your like like yeah you just microwave <laughs> your Holland your Cape Cod fished it like yeah they just like get screwed you are right I wonder if anybody's ever done like a Top Chef thing and then like because you have to make four dishes three for the judges and then one like presentational dish for like. Yeah inserts and stuff i wonder if there's ever been like a pa who just dropped one <laughs> after all that work <laughs> and they're like uh, <laughs> what do you want to do <laughs> <laughs> that had to have that's that's happened i hope so i wonder yeah, yeah. i um yeah. yeah i think that's so funny sorry what yeah no my sister was on a reality <laughs> show folks i had to you know right get that there and i mean speaking of fake reality shows she lost like 28 pounds i knew it was like all for show like it was definitely like it was, <laughs> she definitely like made up that she lost that weight you know what i mean like it was done to convince yeah. us it was real but we know she was eating well well i like you i know that so that show survivor was the one that she was on Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she said like it's a legit. I mean, granted, I don't think that she can legally say anything to the contrary, but yeah. from what I understand, it's like really like no, you're because like I remember when I've watched the very first season back in like 1998 or whatever when I was like 10 years old, and everybody like I was watching it with like my parents and we we're like, dad, they're staying at a hotel. There's no way they're letting <laughs> these people sleep outside. But apparently, it's That's, like it really it's all is. real. That part it, of it's all real. That that it is the probably one of the most like real reality shows as far as like they actually endure. Like they have like five like your meat you the food your rations you get it's like I think five it's like five spoonfuls of rice a mm. day like it's really nothing. It's, I, so 
you know, uh, seeing my sister come back, like <laughs> looking pretty emaciated was like, oh shit. And not that I ever thought I was fake. Cause I kind of knew from just, you know, being in the survivor community, being like a, <laughs> <of it>. um, <laughs> um, I still will randomly, if I have something like goes, you know, <clears throat> like get a lot of views on TikTok or like even a YouTube video, my special, I'll still randomly get uh, comments that are like, hi, Allison's brother, because <laughs> hi, Al- hi, Allison was like a meme from her season, like a Survivor meme. That was like an inside yeah. joke from, from Survivor Reddit. So like, it's like my biggest credit is still like brother of Allison from four seasons ago, Survivor. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that's my, that's my claim to fame. I feel like like when you get on Survivor, don't they give you like they let you bring like five things in a bag or something? I feel like if Brett got on Survivor, he would like bring a copy of like bread on Buble. <laughs> five like, copies. Cum, and like a cum rag. And like he would just use the whole time is like yeah. He's like making some, he's like, you know, tying together sticks to make a fort with his cum rag. And he's yeah. like, he's trying to like get the the logo visible. Yeah. He uses the, <laughs> and he the like cu- takes out the, the, the buble vinyl. He's like de- yeah. deflecting the sun on. Yeah. The <laughs> like start a fire with it. He uses the cum rag as a uh, bandana. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. yeah. But you know why I'm a good friend. I'd also bring my iPhone iPhone and I'd be streaming King Latifah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'd show yeah, it to camera, dude. I'd spread the love, man. I get, get you some visibility. I want some sales for you. He just has, he's holding his phone with the comrade bandana on and he's just got that shot. They always have of like him with his arms on his hips, hands yeah, on his yeah. hips, looking at with no shirt off, looking at, yeah. out at the beach, confused. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little fatigued. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, so I would, you know, I'm a charlatan. He just gets a tattoo on his chest of his, yeah, he gets a chat tattoo on his chest that just says, you know, it's Brett on Buble on Spotify now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brett was uh, eating before, and I wanted to talk talk about that for a second, just because, like, like what do, what is like a normal meal? I realized the other day, like, I don't think I eat like a normal person in sense of like I think normal, like, pretty, like, fit, skinny people just eat like. I don't know what a normal dinner is. Like, I think normal people eat like rice and like chicken or something. Most Uh, meals and salad. A a lot of marzipan is. uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, so that's the, I've been thinking about that too, about just like diet in general. And I think like what healthy people try to put like a little bit of everything in a meal. So they're like, I want a good mix of like protein and, and uh, carbs and, and this, that, and the other. So they try to do like a grain of vegetable and a protein all in one meal. And it's like, it's just, I find it so hard to do. Like I use, yeah. we use a service called Imperfect Foods, no plug, uh-huh. but it's like a, a place. It's really, it's a really cool idea. Basically they rescue. Can we, can we bleep out? Can we bleep out the... <laughs> Yes, Christian, um, we have to go back yeah. and find the timestamp. Sorry, they, it's, it's like overstock of grocery items, or you know, ugly produce, or you know, anything like that that they that usually goes into a garbage can. They basically buy back from the grocery store and sell it at a cheaper price to the customers. Anyway, like I, we pick out the box on Monday and it gets delivered Friday. So like we're like, oh cool, like I'll you know get some spinach and I'll you know try to get healthy. I'll get a bell pepper, but like you really have to have like 
a really complicated timetable of when and how you're going to cook all those things. Because yeah. if you're just like, I'll get a bell pepper because I'll put it in something, it'll just go bad. Because it, first of all, vegetables, the shelf life on vegetables suck. And two, like if you, like it'll if if you wait like two or three days it goes bad so you have to have like a plan to utilize the vegetable within like two or three days of purchase so like it just sucks that like i don't know how to do that i like the way that i eat is not Dude, based you're, i don't plan that wrong, like that bro. that's what yeah. i'm trying to say this i mean it's not like i for jordan meal preps and i have I, every meal i've improvised like every meal I, I, it's almost like I, yeah. act like I've never been hungry before. I'm like, oh shit. I like, I, I got to figure <laughs> this out. But so my brother meal preps, I don't, I think diet, normal meal, like I have one diet plan and I don't always abide by it super well, but it's maximize vegetables, minimize sugar. I don't abide by it well. Like I like to have a mm. soda once every couple of weeks. I like to, you know, I like my sweets. But like that, I think that is like, I don't, all these like plans, all this bullshit, I, like, you know, you're not going to do worse by eating vegetables. You can just guarantee it. Like you can just right. guarantee it. It's yeah. a vegetable. It is good. So like my premise is I try and have one vegetable with every meal, even if I just have like baby carrots and I just eat baby carrots on the side or just like. I don't really cook them. Like I'm just eating right. Like I just have a big car, like a cart of cherry tomatoes. It's at, you can just throw that on mm-hmm. the side. Now I'm getting a vegetable. Like y- you know. Yeah, but mm. the the thing about this, this is this is like such an impractical diet. If you ever have to consider somebody else's taste buds besides your own, <laughs> like I can't just make dinner for Sarah and just throw raw baby carrots on the side and be like, eat it, whatever. <laughs> like you have really. To, like, cooking, well, well, she doesn't cook. Meat. If she doesn't cook, then yeah, you can absolutely say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, like, yeah eat it. <laughs> you have to. You have like when you're cooking for other people, you have to like keep in mind what they like and what they don't like. I love peppers, but Sarah hates peppers, so I don't really eat peppers anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to make a dish full of peppers and serve it? Like that's not nice. <laughs> like why would I do that? But to show you, her what's you up, can, you can just <laughs> add. Yeah, you can't do ba- raw baby carrots are good like they're not like not everything i have to eat this is hold on i gotta get this philosophy out here not (laughs) everything i have to eat has to be awesome i can have (laughs) meals that are like decent i mean it's still decent i'm still eating fucking tomatoes from like venezuela probably you know what i mean like it's still good in the scheme of the world of course but like I can yeah. have a meal that's not interesting most of the time. But to me, like I, we just, we're just vastly different in that because like for me, it's like a challenge of like, how can I make these ingredients good? And like, just like, it's like if good. I had spaghetti for dinner, but if I yeah. had spaghetti for dinner, I wouldn't be like, okay, let me just throw some four baby carrots on the side and have spaghetti with baby carrots. Cause I would be like, yeah, that doesn't go together. Like that's du- like, maybe I'll chop up the carrots. So and I've, it dude, or something, I've, like, uh-huh, I, I've, I, go ahead. I've a hundred percent had that meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Like, 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 100%. I, I really, I really think that the key to being healthy is you just have to kind of not care what food tastes like. You just kind of have to be very like, um, food is a, 
fuel. It's very practical. You have to like eat a bell no. pepper like it's an apple and put raw spinach in your mouth no. and like it's go because it's I need those. Yeah, I know, but that's no. the thing though. Like I care, I care I'm about ha- how food tastes. So like, if I'm gonna eat spinach, I'm gonna like I- saute it with garlic and and olive oil and whatever. And like, other people will just eat it raw because they're like, who fucking cares? It just needs. I just need to eat spinach because it's healthy. It's just a complete different way of looking that, at food. And that- but that is a, I agree. You can do both. You can't like, I don't have the time to just like, like for a lunch, I'm not like, I'm so busy all the time, but like for a lunch where I'm like, I'm trying to get work done. I don't have the time to saute spinach necessarily. Take the spinach to the face. I'll saute spinach tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you can, you can do both. Like, yeah, yeah I, but I won't do, do the other one. <laughs> like if I can't cook it the way I want it, I'm not eating it. It's like the, I'm not eating it. Like I'm not eating raw spinach because I well, need I would, spinach today. And, and I love like think it's all perspective. I'm eating a raw tomato, and I still as I'm eating a raw tomato with hummus. I like it's a central belief I have that like, dude, we eat better than almost every human being of all time for forever we eat better <laughs> yeah. than like even like a bit like a king from the middle like that guy didn't never had a burrito like <laughs> you know what i mean like that yeah. guy ate zero yeah. fucking pieces of pizza he had like his best meal was like boiled ham i know it was like you know and they had to when, sh- and maybe yeah. he had some, i was gonna say maybe they had some salt on it like if yeah, they were like lucky, salt, like <laughs> if they had salt. won the war. <laughs> yeah, if they won the war, they had salt. Otherwise, you had to wait for <laughs> men and men, other men, to go on a voyage to who know God knows where. He's like, "What yeah. do you want me to go get?" He's like, "I don't know, just something that makes the shit taste better." Like, yeah, they didn't know what was out there. They don't know there's other spices. But he's yeah. like, "Your life isn't important to me, and I'm rich, so please figure it out." Like. A donut, yeah, the reason donut, they found India yeah. was because f- their food was so bad. That's right. Like oh, no, America, they were looking. They were, they were, the reason we found America is because everybody's food was so shitty that they were like, "Let's just leave and find something, anything better." Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that hell. it wasn't about religious freedom. It was about like you know British food sucks. Like yeah, um, I, I don't I don't know which one I was looking. Who's looking for spices? I got my. Explorers all mixed, mixed it's like up. Vespucci or something like that. Like yeah, one of the I don't know. Polo or something. Yeah, one of yeah. those. I mean, they're assholes. all fucking same, right? But I, I have like a weird thing because I'm like, I my dinner is always thought like I the idea of eating like beets. I'm like, oh yeah, I should have some beets, but I'm not gonna like do it. I don't know. Like I always have this like present bias of like, oh, I'm gonna buy. Peppers oh, and like well, kale and all the shit, and then when it, it, it comes time to eat, I'm like, eh. dude, this is like you're when you buy a vegetable, you're like you're a little bit just like buying the idea of a vegetable, just to like, <laughs> yes, you're like, I just want to like, yep. I just want to. It's like when you like uh, buy a book you never read, which is almost all of them. It's yeah. like I'm just like <laughs> buying the feeling of be- bettering myself without actually bettering myself. Exactly. It's the same reason self-betterment. I'm not saying you can't read a self-betterment book or a, what are they called? Like better yourself. Self-help. Book. Self-help book. I'm not saying you can't read them, but I am saying you get one. Otherwise, get to helping yourself. Do you know what right. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like 
it's you're just vegetables are just to feel good at the register of like and when you're walking out like i got a tom- i got tomatoes i got peppers i got i'm gonna eat this <laughs> i'm gonna eat all this stuff and it's you know and then you know, when you're throwing it out you're like ah i wanted to eat it <laughs> <laughs> but it went bad it's the vegetables fault yeah <laughs> you're fucking gaslighting the yeah vegetable. what <laughs> about vegetables yeah, that's the shitty thing about them, though. Like, like that's that's the thing. Like, people are like, ah, oh, if we just no one ate meat, the world would be so much better. I'm like, would it? Would it really be better? <laughs> like, I just feel like everybody would be grocery shopping every four, you know, three days because all of the shit that they bought three days ago is bad now. Like, it's just like at least you could freeze meat. You can't just throw a bell pepper in the freezer. I mean, maybe you can, but like, there's no way that bounces back the way meat does. I was thinking, uh, it, it is funny that you mentioned the uh, imperfect foods. It's, it's just so funny to me that like there's literally people just starving in the world, and then dude. we just throw away f- vegetables because they look icky, gross. Like, <laughs> dude, dude. There's nothing wrong with them at all. They just look yeah. unpleasing to the eye. Dude, they're just not Instagram models, and we're yeah. like yeah. this this fucking apple with a slight bruise, like. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, it, look it at this sweet potato. <laughs> See this sweet yeah. potato? It looks like a fucking manatee, but like <laughs> it tastes the same. There's nothing different about it. Yeah, but it, this is like, my yeah. ad for imperfect foods. And also, it, when you you know when you cut it and peel it and all the stuff, it not your none of that stuff matters anyway. Exactly. Are, and who like all potatoes are ugly. <laughs> that's true. But that's and that's why our brains are stupid. Is like so much product at grocery stores is there for display, uh, like especially like per- perishable stuff, like you know vegetables, fruits. Like most of that doesn't get taken or picked. Most of it just ends up tossed because our brains associate this store with being better because of an abl- abundance, and it's just like the fruit is a plenty. Mm-hmm. It's uh, that's why I think a great business idea that I will never execute is a grocery store that markets that reality f- about food waste and about how our brains are stupid and intentionally has like just like 20 apples on the shelf. Just like, you know, what I mean, like a realistic amount, <laughs> yeah. like we, we don't need to have 900 apples f- flowing through every bucket. Yeah, and stuff that's not in season. Like I, when we went to Italy, uh, they were like, "Yeah, we just don't eat stuff in season." I was like, "That's such a far cry from like what we do yeah. here." It's like, dude, oh, they don't; those vegetables don't grow at this time of year. All right, well, f- f- science a way to make them grow. Yeah, <laughs> dude, know, it, so it, I can it, have one. We should like it's it. I, I did a joke about it where I was like, "We should do that too." Like it would just make foods. More fun because seasons change. And then it would also, it'd be like the McRib. You'd be like, holy shit, blueberries are back. (laughs) 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 Like, oh, fuck yeah, Yeah, blueberries. I I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Like, you can tell the difference too. Like, corn is a summer vegetable. Like, corn, like, summer is corn season. But, like, I can go to this grocery store right now and buy, like, 12 years of corn. It's because they grew it in, like, a weird greenhouse using, like, science and shit. Yeah. But like there is like a a small difference between the two. That's the thing. Like you're you're not losing that much on unseason, you know, see, eating corn out of season. But at the same time, I just like Brett said, the perspective would be different. Cause you could you imagine like being excited for corn? Like how awesome would that be? <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, fucking dude, corn. Fucking right. <laughs> In cor- yeah. Which that's ba- 
matter. I have the next right? two and a half months to eat corn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know what you got until it's gone. And like, if I had to go six months without corn, when July hit, I'd be fucking throwing those suckers on the grill, left and right, and really appreciating them. But if it's always yeah. available, you just don't realize it's magical. Yeah, if, <laughs> if it's, that's true. If it's always available, then you buy it and then go, I'm going to eat this corn. And then you go, ah, the fuck, this corn went bad because <laughs> I never yeah. ate it. Especially like, you, like you really got to go long to like have a potato spoil on you. Like, I know, you really. really. Like those, those things are like roaches, man. They just last forever. I had to throw one out. I was like, I think that... It's like a three-year-old potato. Yeah. You ever you ever have a potato that you like forgot about and it starts growing shit? Like it starts yeah. growing other potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? It's like a dude. It's That's like just, an alien in your fridge that you're like, holy. Like you like I take it out of the fridge with like gloves and like I don't even want to be associated with this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like the flood in Halo. It like it's, it's just little <laughs> bubbles and shit. Yeah, you're afraid it's going to like latch onto your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then have a potato stick out of your chest at one point like Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> but aren't like onions bad like that too? Like on- if you if onions go bad, they actually become poisonous. Yeah, uh, potatoes too to a degree. Like I forget, I was actually reading about this the other day. Old Isn't potatoes. That all food in a way, like all food. Well, no, I mean all food. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it becomes like legit poison but doesn't it like like it it uh lets oh. out like it releases like gases and like oh like actual, actual like, poison okay yeah uh no so, I, I, that's crazy rig that is true huh food the, you're the yeah. resident food expert <laughs> uh, to a degree i suppose yeah uh but that p- potatoes like if you eat potatoes and you, you your mouth starts to feel numb it's because like the potato started like producing some sort of some form. I can't remember what the fuck it was, but if you eat enough of it, you can definitely like go into a coma, but you'd have to eat like a lot though. Oh my <laughs> but, God. Yeah. <laughs> like a whole five guys bag of, of fries. <laughs> they are very liberal with their fries. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, um, man. So I, have, I go ahead. Up? You, you have something you want to talk about. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. you probably have something better. Uh, all right, we're going to compare. I think Wit went to pee, and when he gets back, we'll ask him what's better as a topic. Chris Harrison, host of The Bachelor, has had to resign I from his this. post uh, around a two-decade post. Two decades, about um, 148 seasons. Um, <laughs> 20 years, 148 seasons. And uh, yeah, he... Uh, Step down after he basically, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. He said some, I guess, I don't know how insensitive the comments are. He said some, somebody made comments of like sort of racist comments or racist. Oh, here's what it is. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. And then he sort of said, Hey, we should forgive her. Yeah, a bachelor at on this current season. Um, which uh, we haven't talked about The Bachelor on our podcast, which is really surprising because, um, <laughs> you know, the current Bachelor rig, we're talking about The Bachelor. The current Bachelor is. Yeah, I heard um, everything. Yeah, he's, he's from my alma mater. Uh, he's from Wake Forest also, like myself. He's a Wake Forest gentleman. We were in the same class. Um, he's one of my closest friends. And um, <laughs> well, yeah, he is. Uh, I, I kind of vaguely knew of the guy, but didn't really know. But okay. one of my friends is best friends with him. 
Anyway, he is <clears throat> so handsome. He is. He looks like a fitness model. Like he's like he played football at Wake. So like you think he was like a receiver. The point is, he's like jacked, and uh, it's just fun t- to bother my sisters because they're like he is the best looking bachelor like of all time. And to them, I've been like, well, you know, he's you know at Wake. He's a Wake Forest six. Like, I just, like, I just act like he's, like, so on wait, our campus. Is, are you talking he's about the a, guy? Are you talking about the host? So now I'm getting into it because I had to go back to that. I, I was a quick detour to talk about the current bachelor, oh. okay? So he's a Wake Forest 6. Like, he's an okay, average so is there, Joe. Is, wait, I'll just, just pause for a second, though. The current bachelor is the one who got fired or the, the host of the bachelor? The current host is the one who got fired. He okay. resigned like one of those kind of forced resignations because a current bachelorette on this season with the Wake Forest alma, uh, you know, alum, she, uh, I guess there are photos of her from college going to uh, frat parties uh, that are like themed the antebellum South. And I think she's like okay. maybe was in Native American garb and – Maybe uh, another, you know, generally bad look costume or two. Um, y- you know, uh, I don't think it was as serious as like, you know, she wore blackface and was like doing fucking Al yeah. Jolson or some shit. But anyway, people were okay. mad at her. And uh, Chris Harrison in an interview was like kind of like. I don't know how much he said about race. So it's like, damn, I, you know, should have done my research. Feel like I'm a host of the view. But um, he said a general thing was like, you know, people are coming after her. Like she apologized. She felt bad and recognized that it's not a good thing to do. And he was like, you know, the woke mob. He did say the woke mob is coming after her. Yeah. And then the woke mob, so to speak, got mad at him and uh, canceled him and asked for his resignation. And then he did. But just because um, he just because he's like, that was it. I think he might have said some other. That's the thing. I think he like talked a little more about racial stuff, but I don't think he said anything that bad. And I did read articles about he- like like a different bachelorette contestant, former bachelorette contestant, so-and-so is appalled at what Chris Harrison said. And I read the article and they're like, not really saying what he said. And it makes me go like, I think we've just, no one's reading the story and getting the original thing, including myself. And maybe we're just like, like, Oh, he said something racist. Like he's done. But yeah, that's the general I just feel like, like, what it what what like what is the consequence of just us going to woke people? No. Like, are they that powerful? Because I feel like the woke mob is like is like fifteen thousand people on Twitter. Like, do they act like do they actually have any power at all? I feel like it's just like the businesses are just so scared to be canceled and like. It's just like to the point where like I don't know if you saw the Gino Carano stuff or Gina Carano stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like she got fired basically for just her the like the intent behind what she was saying was like hey man like in Nazi Germany like it wasn't like it wasn't just Nazis doing these things to Jews it was like their neighbors. So like 
it's just as bad to like hate somebody for uh, having a different political opinion as you. And it was like a bad comparison. Like it, it wasn't yeah. a one for one. It was more like an exaggeration maybe to make a point at best. And at worst, yeah. it was just a kind of a bad comparison. But like, first of all, how many mainstream people have compared Trump to Nazism all the time and no one says anything to them? And then on the other hand of that, it's also like, isn't that a isn't like isn't like the intent behind what she said actually like the right thing like i think the 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 lessons of world war ii are like lessons that we're just like not we just forgot because we're not the generation that fought it but like the lesson of world war ii should be like the nazis weren't all just primarily composed of like you know, like an empire st- army and like the right. Star Wars where everybody is just bloodthirsty, evil person. The lesson of the World War II is like what normal people will be convinced to do through propaganda and fear and all the things that made them do things that they weren't really capable of doing otherwise. So like, you know, it's like the good German syndrome, all these things like these are lessons. And like this is that's what scared me about Trump is like people were like raiding the Capitol building. If you ask that person five years ago, if they would be raiding the Capitol building, I'm sure they would have said, I don't do that. I don't raid buildings. I'm not, you know, some crazy yeah. person. So it's like that's the, the the danger of it. And like it's the first step in like any type of like authoritarianism is dehumanizing the enemy is making the person who's different from you seem as if the en- enemy and then dehumanize you, them. Yeah. So basically yeah. Did like, you hear, you want, go yeah. ahead. Here, do you want to hear some of his comments? Uh, ready? yeah. Yeah. About her, uh, you know, she may have liked a racist Facebook post, the contestant that got some backlash. She went to a fraternity party at a plantation antebellum-themed fraternity party at a plantation. And Chris Harrison said, uh, you know, they're not a good look. You're 100% right, he said to the host. That was not the case in 2018, which is when the photos are from a party in 2018. He said, I'm not defending her. I just I just know that, I don't know, 50 million people would did that in 2018. That was a type of party that a lot of people went to. And again, I'm not defending it. I didn't go to it. Um, so uh, he said, I also, I haven't talked to Rachel about it. And this is where we need to have a little grace, a little understanding, a little compassion. Because I've seen some stuff online. Again, this judge wow, jury. What a, this, what a radical. This judge jury executioner thing where people are just tearing this girl's life apart and dividing, diving into her, like her parents and her parents' voting record. It's unbelievably alarming to watch this. I haven't heard Rachel speak on this yet. And I, until I actually hear this woman have a chance to speak, who am I to say any of this? So, um,. It's really weird that it actually feels like a, per, a person, and I know it's like, you know, a rich host, so it's, it's we can always say like, oh, well, is he the victim? But you can be a victim and be worth $40 million. Like, it's it does seem like people want to just, like you said, Rig, make the enemy like as racist as possible to prevent any like actual like discussion. If those are all of the comments and there aren't, I'm sure there are more, but that is what the article highlighted. Uh, like 
that doesn't feel totally bonkers. Even if someone what are you did talking something, about, Brett? he said he said to have compassion for somebody. That's such a <laughs> fucking know. racist idea, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like the it girl. Is crazy that like oh. you get you get canceled for not being a part of the mob. Like, isn't that fucking nuts? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you go yeah, against and, the mob, and, and then you're getting canceled too. It's like he didn't do anything. All he did was say, "Hey, listen." This person who, by the way, he fucking knows personally to some degree is like, hey, listen, like she did a lot. She did something that a lot of other people did. And I don't think that she thought that what she was doing was racist at the time. So, like, have some compassion for this person because she's clearly not some sort of monster that you're making her out to be. And they're like, you know what? You're canceled, too, for saying that. It's like and the also ridiculous thing. And I think like there, there, what is the, there has to be something that happens that just makes people go, yeah, this is too far. And then backs it up. And I don't know what it is. Maybe well, like when like some mother Teresa figure gets canceled or something, like, I don't know what it is, but it, like it will happen. Hopefully. Very the King Jr. Getting, That's what they say. This is like, getting absurd. Yeah. Well, um, uh, the funny thing is, is that like, he he basically made a statement going like, "Hey, let's have some compassion." They were like, "Fuck you, you're out too." But if he hadn't said anything, they would have gotten mad at him for going. How come you haven't said anything yet? It's like, yeah, there's just no winning. And what it's going to take is like somebody who's completely innocent, like a Greta Thunberg or somebody gets like, um, gets canceled for something innocuous because she wasn't, you know, not anti-racist enough or something. Sure. Yeah. 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 So, so then there, she gets canceled from whatever she's doing and then she like kills herself. That's what it's going to take. Somebody's going to get canceled and then kill themselves. And then people are like, guys, I think we went too far on this one. You're right. Let's all go home. You're like, all right, well you assholes fucking. If you're Jack Dorsey who owns Twitter, like, is there like, how can you be convinced that your service is good for anybody? Yeah. Like what, yeah. you know, like what gymnast, like you're, you're literally like you're Walter White and Breaking Bad. You started off nobly maybe in your mind, but now you're like fucking killing people and you're doing all this shit to hold on. Like you're like, what, like w- there's no way you can justify it if you're being truly objective. Like we, well, like I hate to just say dude, shut it down. Like I don't think the government should dude, go in and shut it down, but I would love for Twitter to be like, yeah, man, we're going to like. Really, we're gonna like delete eighty percent of the profiles on Twitter, <laughs> and we're just gonna oh, really yeah. try to stop this. Like, this is just horrendous that you can just do this. So it's like social media. God, it's not a great take. It doesn't need to be because it's the truth. Is the war? I actually think is like God. And I've heard intellectuals say this, and you know, I'm obviously one of them. No, but they've said it's <laughs> the worst communication tool. Like someone has even said like in history and you kind of look at it and I just want to like, I, in the last uh, couple of days I've watched, there's this uh, like intellectual, uh, his name's, he's a black intellectual. His name's Coleman Hughes. Uh, He testified or he like argued in front of Congress. I think they were having like a public debate about uh whether reparations should exist or not like whether and i don't how is i've never watched him in an interview other than this speech how is his name said tanihisi coats is that i see it all the time but i've never heard it said. i think it's i i've always thought it was tanahasi but it okay it probably is that doesn't and look it's like how it's spelled probably i'm a bad guy for i never heard it in an interview 
Cancel. I've seen yeah, it yeah. written. I don't. I know it's like bad that I don't know how to pronounce a name that isn't Jeff yeah. or Steve. But you're not but, an ally. Uh, like Tanahisi, I'm not being a dick. I genuinely don't know how he was the other testifier. So it is two black intellectuals. And basically, I watched another speech where Coleman Hughes talks about the problem with the modern uh, uh, execution of the philosophy of anti-racism. And it's like a very nuanced, complex discussion because talking about the problems with how some people execute their anti-racist beliefs, um, like that, I'm not going to do it right now because like it's fucking hard to do, but it's, that's like good that, it took him 13 minutes in this speech to make a really great point. You can't do that on social yeah. media. You can't say this guy just saying I'm against anti-racism. Like a, you can't sloganify these really thoughtful ideas that talk really like honestly and like aren't ugly thoughts. They're the right, they're truth. They're really thoughtful you can't do that on social media because it's like so flat and limiting and minimizing. And that's why slogans rise, but slogans are kind of stupid. Like they're not the tr- whole truth, right. but yeah. they're, they're emotionally charging. Well, they're designed to be. Yeah. But they're designed like, to be short little things you can get behind. But it's also funny. Cause like when you were talking about Gina Carano's thing, it's like you articulated probably her intentions better than she did or could in her stupid little Instagram story. Yeah. Uh, like she, it was just like one 10 second Instagram story that she posted. And you're like, <sighs> like when I read it, I was like, I know what you mean, but you, you just can't, you just can't do it. It's like, it's but like, it's but like, like, why can't you like, that's the problem is like, she can't be wrong. So in order to be, in order to be an actor, you have to be right a hundred percent of the time. Like, well, I don't understand. Like she can't be wrong about something. She I'm can't just make saying, an inaccurate comparison. I'm saying, I know you're is, not it, saying it. No, no, no. Like, I know, but I know what you mean, but like, it is what it is. It's like going to an open mic and you go like some comic says the N word. You go like, I understand that you like, I, in theory, you should be able to say Dude. it in a joke or whatever, but like you right. can't say it. Right. I, it's it, the yeah. reality of it is just, you, you can't like, but just that's don't. the problem though, is like we live in a world where like you can't be wrong. So like now you can't take a chance. Now you can't explore a dangerous idea. You can't yeah. like, there, it's just like everybody has to be safe. They have to be like, not to be, not to, Make a bad comparison, but you have to be the good German. Don't question. Don't. Nope. You got to toe the company line with everything. That's that's poison. That's poison to like anybody who's creative or wants to push the envelope or anything. Uh oh. Oh no. What happened? Was a, I think such we lost a great. Brett. Yeah, the man tried to shut him down. <laughs> is great point. All right, Brett, Brett's gone temporarily. Maybe point. he'll be allowed back in. Um, no. But um, uh, yeah, I think that like it's just a danger. It's a dangerous time, and it's just a shitty time too. Because like people like were celebrating it. Like someone I know shared the story on Facebook, and they said, um, "Bye." I'm like, right. why are we celebrating this? Like, isn't like. Being ignorant shouldn't be a fireable offense. Like being ignorant is yeah. is 
in the true sense of the word is like you just not you just don't know something right so like let's like someone tweeted this out and it was really i thought it was a really good point is like we're way better as a society of canceling people than we are educating people right yeah you know like we're better at just saying like no 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 that's the bad thing you're done than like explaining why or like educating that person or like doing anything like and it's just like it's sad that that's where we are it's 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 true because it's like it's such a no i i'm done i'm done society like it's like no i don't want to have this argument like i hate when people the one thing i hate is like when someone's trying to say something and they're like you got to stop stop right now just stop you're making it worse it's like well explain why it's worse don't just cut them off like that's yeah you're just so stupid because you're a weird like repressed person that can't because you came from a weird family of like where nobody talks about anything at the dinner table so you just want fucking so you just want fucking it to go away um yeah i wonder like where that comes from too like you you know you said like repressed in the rest of life or maybe like we have a group of people who because the canceling seems to become primarily primarily from the left we have a group of people who are like passionate about climate change passionate about you know socialism or like more socialistic uh socialism-esque policies you know they like aoc and bernie sanders and but they're never given anything that they want so literally the only thing that they can get is canceling celebrities it's the only power that they have left so they're probably just like flexing it because they feel like lost in their life which is like you know there could be some merit to it you know it's like the you know, people like hurt people, hurt people and all those cliches and, mm-hmm. you know, people who, you know, uh, you know, riots are the voice of the unheard and da, 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 all these things. But at the same time, it's like you kind of also have to like you can't just burn it all down because you're having a bad time. Like, right. th- like that's what every school fucking shooter does. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you know, what I mean, you can't just uh, you were bullied. So I shot everybody. It's like, OK, you were, shouldn't have been bullied. But what you did was like obviously not in anywhere near the appropriate response right so like the fact that you're being like silenced in all these other ways doesn't mean that you should just cancel everybody that's the problem they we we literally showed these people this mob we gave them power by listening to them and now they want more and more and more and more and more and it's just that's what's gonna happen yeah it's i mean well with it it's like i vote i probably said it before on here it's like if you have if there's an issue in your town and you create a committee to like clean up like fix all the potholes in town once all the potholes in town are fixed the committee should be disbanded because now you just have a committee that needs to justify its own existence Mm -hmm. so at some point somebody's going to create some potholes to (laughs) fix like that's just what's going to happen because they just have to like um go after something or just have to justify themselves but um yeah I do think a lot of the Twitter people that go off about this stuff are like, it's, it's this weird thing that's happened. I don't know, like within the last 10 years of like culture writers, like culture critics or culture writers. It's like, everybody's looking to be a culture writer. It's like, dude, learn a trade. Yeah, dude. Jesus Christ. It's like, get a real job. Learn like how to not, butcher meat or like yeah. be a bicycle mechanic, like anything. <laughs> yeah. Anything where you have to like just focus on something else other than what's going on right now and like just have an actual life because anybody who has it like a job or a life and just doesn't have to like 
comment for a living. They just go like, oh, what happened? Chris Harris? Oh, that seems weird. All right. Well, I don't know. Whatever. And they just keep moving. Like they don't like dwell yeah. on this stuff and they don't write articles about like, I was, yeah. I was shaken when I, I was shaking when I read Chris Harrison's tweet. Yeah, because it's like too. It's like all these places, these culture writers, all write for online publications. Yeah, and the online publications are just like they—they're completely, uh, they're like mercenaries when it comes to publishing this stuff. Because like the New York Times only has so many pages, so like the best shit gets in. But like, there's no real estate like that on the internet. So they're like, whatever, write whatever stupid headline you you write or write. We don't even give a fuck. We're putting banner ads in it. Yeah. And we're getting paid off the ads. Mm-hmm. So like their their um standards are so much less than, you know, some a journal, you know, a newspaper or like a, you know, a, a real publication. Like David yeah. Muir ABC News has 30 minutes, not even with commercials, 22 minutes to tell the news. Yeah. Like he, he has to tell you the best shit. He, he yeah. you know what I mean? So like yeah. he has 22 minutes. But like if you're the internet, you're like, eh, fuck, who gives a shit? Let's throw everything out there." And it it's like it all, and it people seem to have this like ingrained respect for anything written in an, in an article form. So they read it yeah. and they like have an emotional response to it. And they're like, this is fucking outrageous. These people are yeah. fucking great. But at the end of the day, it's like, dude, like the only people who read that, the only people who read that are fucking people who, uh, I, did I get lost? Uh, no, where are we at? Sorry. Okay. Um, the only people who read that, uh, are people who are angry. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's not like this is some publicly traded, um, in, in the sense idea that all these people are all on and talking about it. It's just like, someone is like, I just need a ridiculous argument to throw out there that people go nuts about. Yeah. Hey, we lost Brett, but anyway, we got to wrap it up anyway. So, uh, Nick, what do you want to plug? Uh, just go over to Brett Rabel and all the stuff, uh, you know, all the plugs. I put out a new sketch the, this week on uh, YouTube, and I'm really proud of Very it. I funny. think it's really funny. So if you check it out, it's on my YouTube. If you go, it's called Somebody. Um, it's a sketch where somebody uh, gets a particular song stuck in their like their whole life, not just in their head. So it's, I think it's really funny and it's really well done. And I uh, really proud of how it turned out. So check that out on my YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Nick Whitmer should be right there. And I'm Christian Duran. Go to Christian Duran comedy.com Christian Duran SVP on Instagram. Uh, look up future hall of famers on YouTube, all that good stuff. Uh, like share, subscribe, rate and view to the Oh dear podcast. Thanks so much for listening guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Peace.